welcome to Dear Alice, a lifestyle approach to interior design. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Dear Alice. We're so excited today. We've got Courtney Grow with us. Um, Courtney is kind of a fresh tastemaker, and I feel like her influence is really sincere and genuine, and I find her to be very believable. I don't even want to really call her an influencer. Thank you. Thank you. (laughs) She's just like a best girlfriend on IG that's just telling you what you needed to know, all the things you need to know. And honestly, I think we can both say when we first met Courtney, you're just, I think I even told you, I'm just like, you're the most lovely human I've ever met. Young Gwyneth Paltrow. And like, what is your lip color? (laughs) You know, or like, why are your, why are your cheeks so dewy? And like, tell me those things. So when this, when all this kind of like happened and like, I feel like it was just a natural evolution because people were probably asking you, you these questions anyway and you're so gracious and giving everybody hot tips oh my gosh you two are so well i've adored both of you for what a decade now i feel like we've all known each other a while Uh um and so i like feel the same exact way about both of you guys but it's been a fun it's been a fun job to kind of have and start and i think i spent so much time shopping online that i when i started the account i'm like i don't even care if anyone looks at this like I don't need anyone to like validate this for it to be like my hobby still. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. so you can feel that too. And for those of totally. you that are new to Courtney, um, she spells her name with a C, um, Courtney Gross. She's not a Kardashian, not a K <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Um, and she, it used to be called great things I bought. And now you just go by Courtney Gross. Yeah. I kind of switched it over. I feel like I needed to enmesh the brand with mm-hmm. myself and I just, was grateful that I had had my name already on Instagram. So I just kind of merged the two, yeah. merged the two brands. Smart. I, love yeah. it. Awesome. I had to hedge my bet with like a completely anonymous name yeah. when mm-hmm. I first started. But since yeah. I was working, I decided I'm like, okay, I can put my name on this now. Yeah, you totally you want should. To. I love it. Well, she has um, created a cult following of over 30,000 followers in just barely over a year. I will be the David Koresh of skincare <laughs> and lipstick any day. Yeah. We can build a compound. <laughs> I will be a cult leader. I love it. Well, I feel like the thing that's so influential about the work that you're doing for all of us. So thank you for creating our shopping lists for us. Is like you're testing these products. Are you telling us what you're doing? Because you look fabulous. And then we can just do those things. And I also feel like you're doing things that we can all adopt and we can afford to adopt. And it's not just like pie in the sky, you know, Chanel purses every day. It's like real life, like you're a real life human that looks extraordinary. um, A lot of girlfriends describe Courtney as like a Kennedy. She looks like a Kennedy, (laughs) like Carolyn Bissett Kennedy. Well, that's probably because I'm trying (laughs) (laughs) because she's just my number one style icon. But that's very, very kind. Yeah. So if you can get a visual in your mind of Courtney or if you're checking her out on Instagram right now, you're going to want to know the questions that we want to know. So we wanted to have Courtney on the podcast today so we could sort of break down, I think, style and fashion because it holds hands perfectly with interiors. Mm -hmm. And we'll kind of break it down um, on the interior design side while you talk about the fashionable side. I'm so excited. So fun. Okay. So um, first off, how and why did you start Great Things I Bought? Okay. So I think I was like seven and a half months pregnant with my twins, which I, of course, I think you're a little bit crazy. You feel a little crazy in that moment anyway. And maybe I could like feel more and more of myself slipping away, like right before that, like Mm. turn point, turning point in my life. So, well, 
And truthfully, we can edit something out, right? If we need to. <laughs> I felt like, I don't know if I should say this. I don't, yeah. I truly don't know if I should say this, but I felt like there were so many people on Instagram who were doing this, but I just couldn't find anyone who I felt like was really doing it mm-hmm. the way I wanted to see it done. Mm-hmm. And so sometimes that can like translate into criticism of these people that are really working hard and doing like a great job. And mm-hmm. so I, I really could sense in myself that like, well, if I'm being critical of these people, I think that's me feeling like I lack the courage to do it myself. Like I'm jealous of their courage Mm-hmm. to do something. Mm. That's a good way that to say that. That is a good way to do it. I yeah. don't know if that makes any sense, yeah. but like, I yeah. feel like there, there's just this real like critique, I think of people online because we mm-hmm. can all just like sit in our bed and be eating cereal, <laughs> you know, in our sweats and just yeah. be like, wow, I would never wear those shoes. <laughs> you know? And I, I, I yeah. kind of like, like as embarrassing as it is to, as it is to admit, like caught myself doing that and just thinking to myself, be like, well, I'm the, I'm the, I'm the one who doesn't have like the courage to do this. Like, Mm -hmm. how could I ever be critical of like what anyone else is doing out there? So I just was like, I'm just going to start this and just see how it goes. Mm -hmm. Amazing. So then the twins came and I took a little break and I was like, do I even still want to go back to this? And then I, I mean, I was just shopping so much online for myself and I'm like, I'll just, I'll just throw it out there and try to be like the least annoying influencer someone <laughs> follows. Yeah. And that's what's so cool about court is that, is that <laughs> yeah, she is that you, you really are like just using this stuff. You love it. You believe in it. You're not doing stuff that says hashtag sponsored hashtag totally. ad. It's really the stuff that you love and you use. And like, I, not to knock anybody who like does those, who does sponsored content. Mm-hmm. But for me, I just don't want anyone to be looking at my feed and she'd be like, oh, she's being paid to say this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or like, well, like we, we know we soul. can trust you because yes. like, yeah. she's putting this on her own oh. gorgeous, shiny face. I am spending Wyatt's money. Thanks, Wyatt. I have for sure Thanks, Wyatt. way more money than I've made just because I can't now it's research. No, it's R and D. You know, like, <laughs> I have to try this new perfume. Not that you mm-hmm. like perfumes a bad example, but like I just feel like I want to try it all. Yeah, people are asking. Yeah, no, people want your opinion. You're a yeah. professional. Well, they're gonna get it, even yeah. if they're not asking for it and they don't want it. We should go through after like it. all this and say what have we been influenced from Courtney to buy? Oh yeah, definitely. Do you remember? Like I think it was right before market. One of the markets that. We went and you had just posted the Peter Roth the gel. Rose. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The Roth. And yeah. I know you, you know said you're continuing it. No, yeah. I know that you said like, even then you're like, you can get it at Walmart for like this price. It's a lot cheaper. But like we were leaving. I'm like, just now we need to use this at market. So like I fast passed it and we paid more, but it's amazing. It's so good anyway. And I'm yeah. sure you have similar stories where Face we're just masks, like, yeah, we just have to try that. All the Westman Atelier. Oh, it's not have it all. Yeah. yeah. It's so great. I feel like there's, it's really hard like to in the back. new. You didn't even have swipe ups back when no. you first started. And no. so we would see you do it and we'd be like, I got to find that stuff in the world, you know? Totally. <laughs> so That's great. a real hard, like, it's really hard when you're directing everyone to your link. I feel like everybody, I feel like there's an audible cheer when you finally got the swipe up. So we're like, yes, yes, our girl, she's doing it for the people. (laughs) So fun. Okay. So I want for you to define your style if you can. I know that's an incredibly difficult thing to do, but in fashion as well as in interiors. Okay. Let me, I, 
I feel like my most valuable, like the most interesting thing for me about my style is that I want to be unexpected. Mm-hmm. I think that's like the highest compliment mm-hmm. someone can be paid is to just be a person who, who like when you look at them, it's like fresh. It doesn't quite like fall into what you think they'd be wearing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Although I love a uniform. Yeah. I just think everybody needs like a little bit of like an unexpected edge. Mm-hmm. And I really like my parents are going to hate that I'm using this word to describe my style, but I really like a worldly style. Yeah. Like I like something that yeah. just like looks like a person who's seen a lot and mm-hmm. done a lot. Yeah. I don't know. I know that's a very weird way to describe my personal style, but those are always kind of the words that I go to when I think about mm-hmm. how I want to dress or what I like about other people's styles. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you're just always your own. I yeah. think it's a result, which yeah. is really cool. Thanks. Yeah. That's so fun. It reminds me of that. What's that quote where it says every room needs a slap in the face? Every room needs a slap in the face. Exactly. When you you talk about being unexpected, I feel like that about interiors as well. Like, why would you want what she has? This is your house. Do you guys experience that a lot? Always. 100%. Always. That would be very, very challenging. And you're like, okay, but okay, well then let's do that. We know that you like traditional or classical, but then let's slap it in the face. Totally. And, you know, I think actually, do you remember, did you ever watch um, Rachel Zoe? had a show and Brad Goretzky was her, um, assistant. her yeah. assistant. And he would say, I think we need to F this up with a little bit of coral. I think about that all the time. <laughs> yeah. And so we'll be doing a room. We're like, this looks far too safe. We need to F it up with a little bit of coral yes. or a little bit <laughs> of this or that. Yeah. Ugly. Right? Yeah. I know. Like definitely you need that, like almost like mm-hmm. macabre, like something that yeah. just makes people uncomfortable. Totally. That's uh-huh. couture. Don't you yes, think is absolutely. that you're just like, this looks like my grandparents and they put a bullion fringe on it and then embroidered a tire on it. And now, oh, now it's high fashion. We're going to paint a slap on it or something. Yeah, <laughs> totally. Exactly. Yeah. It's like, it's like the complete unexpected mm-hmm. and now, now it's high fashion. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. It's so fun. It's so runway. Well, it's and, expressive, especially yeah. of the individual, which is why it's so fun to dress like, just as individuals and to do homes for individuals. Yeah. You know, why, again, why would you want it to look like that other person's? Because you are so much different if you yeah. really look at yourself. Totally. So it's. Well, I think people want, people crave safety. Yeah. And they if do. they've seen it in like an influencer's home mm-hmm. and they've like known, they know that they like it there, it feels yeah. safe. Mm-hmm. But I think that's the fun is the being pushed out of your comfort zone. Yeah. I think it's truly how you create a product or a room or an outfit or a look or a vibe Mm -hmm. that like has an X factor Mm -hmm. when you get, when you push past the comfort into the uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And like kind of sit with it. Mm -hmm. I love that. I think if everybody likes what you're wearing or everyone likes your home, you've kind of done something wrong. Yeah. Yeah. 100% you have. And I feel like all those safe decisions that people do make, they're influenced by people that are, you know, trying to push it to the masses those are the things that you get rid of in two years. It's, it's nothing that you're going to like keep in a collection or art that you're going to keep on the wall because it emotionally hit you or like you really had a draw to it because it was you. Mm-hmm. That was something, an experience that you had with your husband or what, whoever. Totally. And it just, I don't know, it just makes for just like really disposable fashion. It makes for disposable interiors, which I think is a really kind of empty way to live. Mm-hmm. In fact, if we're designing something, it's feeling really safe. Suzanne will often cry out, I'm so bored. <laughs> That's the drama we need. Yeah. I know, I'm so know, bored. And then yeah. we know we got to yep. slap it in the face. Yep. Yeah. How do you guys, 
what's your tactic for taking someone who wants something safe and like getting them to see your vision? We will always um, show them how we can kind of zag instead of zig. Yeah. Um, Oftentimes they're going to want to go right back home to that place. And then we'll often have to prove it in some ways with concepts or images or even with fashion to say, no, see, this is why this thing is so much more of a pop and exciting. And in the end, if they can't live with it, then we go there. But we will explain to people. I was just explaining this on Friday to a client. It is our job to give you something that's extraordinary, but also make you a little bit nervous so that when you see that thing installed, your heart's racing. And you're like, oh my gosh, mm-hmm. I cannot believe, you know, you get this really extraordinary response that they took this little risk and it's paying off in a big way. But it's that thing that's like made their heart beating all along. Like, I don't know. I don't know. Totally. I did it. I said yes to it. And it's being installed right now. And, you know, oftentimes that's where I think the greatest emotion comes in when they cry yeah. or even, you know, Susan Peterson, I yes. remember she was walking down the stairs with you of Tiger Oak. And she said, I didn't, I didn't know it was this cool. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so that I had no idea. I mean, that house yeah. was just, I know it's the essence of what we're talking about. It is. Yeah, it is. And what's interesting though, is people, again, they don't know how cool they are. It takes someone else to be like, no, yeah, you're this like is everything. This is how we yeah. see you. This is how everyone sees you. Cause we're like all our Susan, worst critic. So right. Amazing. She is. And yeah. anyway, and often like we always have to like go back to their concepts, you know, like if you, people will pin a bunch of stuff. And they don't even know why they pinned it or anything. And then if you pull that in, just be like, no, you already proved to us that this is you. And so we're just helping you like exaggerate it a little bit. So anyway, and so people are like, I do. I I look great in yellow. You're right. I should totally like pull that in. Just a little gaslight. Yeah. Yeah. A little bit of just getting people. Exactly. We we call it Jedi mind tricking. Uh Jedi mind trickery. (laughs) (laughs) You will like chartreuse. Yeah. You love it. And I'm like one of these people with interiors. Like it feels like mistakes are expensive. And I think mm-hmm. you kind of have to just yeah. write that into you, the budget of your life. That your is clothing, the cost your of makeup. tuition. It's the cost of tuition. Yeah. You will make a mistake. Mm-hmm. It might cost you a few hundred dollars. It might cost yeah. you a few thousand dollars. Mm-hmm. But like nothing yeah. significant is going to come out of just totally playing it safe. And like, no. so I think you just let go of the mistakes you already know you're going to make. The coat you're going to buy, mm-hmm. it's going to be dated after one season. And you just chalk it up to. Yeah. Fast fashion. Fast fashion. Yeah. Yeah, totally. Which I think people have a huge problem with, but I always think that fast fashion and all of these things really help people develop a taste for Mm -hmm. higher end. Mm -hmm. I think people are really critical of fast fashion, but they're typically people who can afford more expensive pieces. Right. And it kind of democratizes a look. Mm -hmm. I I think it's cool that people walk in a room now and you can't just immediately identify how much money they have, Mm -hmm. how much money they spend on clothes. And I understand there's like ethical concerns with it that shouldn't be completely written off. But I think it's really cool that like you can find cool pieces at any price. Yeah. It goes out the playing board a little bit. Which is so important. Did you know that 35% of adults report experiencing poor sleep quality? Let me put you onto something that is going to transform your sleep. Cozy Earth Bedding is temperature regulating people. This is huge. If you and your spouse do not sleep at the same temperature, which most people don't, I'm freezing, my husband's hot, 
This is a massive benefit and breakthrough for us when we started sleeping on cozy earth. You can both sleep on the same mattress with the same sheets and be completely comfortable. They also have a 100-night sleep trial guarantee and a 10-year warranty, which I don't know of anybody that does this. They're that confident in the product, and so am I. When I first touched Cozy Earth products, I could not believe the soft hand on it. It also almost has like a cool feel to your hand. To your um, hand, it's like slippery dolphin. Like your feet swishing around is so so addictive. I can't sleep with anything but cozy earth sheets. I'm obsessed. Um, also, you need to treat yourself to the ultimate comfort with cozy earth. I love the sleepwear. I love the sweats, and the bedding is amazing. You can prioritize your self care your sleep health, if you just head over to CozyEarth.com and use the promo code DEARALICE for an exclusive 35% off. You guys, we don't have to wait for a sale. You can use this anytime. Again, the code is DEARALICE for an exclusive 35% off. Better sleep awaits you with Cozy Earth. It's, yeah, amen. It's kind of a totally. renaissance, right? Like anything goes. Mm -hmm. You know, I mean, I remember, you know, it, I was born in the seventies. So there was like floods, you know, that were like not floods, but, um, oh, bell bottoms, bottoms like were so huge. And then the eighties, you know, we had, we're pegging our pants in and, and I feel like things kind of come and go, but right now, like you can wear, you can wear anything you can wear, you know, really cropped tight fitted pants. You can wear a bell bottom. It's just like this Renaissance where truly like, who are you? And, what do you want? What do you want your look to be? And it can be different every day, totally. you know, like there's people now are wearing, um, this is funny to me because my dad's an eye doctor, but people wear glasses that don't need glasses that have Plano lenses in them. It's like plastic. They're called Planos. And you're like, like you don't even need, you could, and it's just, it's fashion, you know? So some days they have glasses. Sometimes they don't have glasses. Some, you know, it's Get on them. Yeah. It's yeah. anything goes, which is really fun. There's no reason at all to, not express yourself and like really be an individual, you know, and it, it does take some mistakes getting there and you just got to try it. You got to try it all. And it's like the proof that we're alive. You and know? anything to me is better than being boring. Yeah. I would rather have people look thank at me and be you. like, I would never wear that. Yeah. Like, thank than, you. <laughs> you know, yeah. forgotten. Yeah. Uh -huh. Amen. That's so good. Or even I would never decorate my home like this. I would right. never buy that couch. It's just, mm -hmm. it's to me, it's like, it's just a reflection of the fact that, yeah, I'm, I'm not for everybody. Yeah. My mm -hmm. taste isn't for everyone. My taste is my taste. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Amen. Oh, that's so good. I think right now, like people, it's easier to like find things that are outside of the box. Cause if you think like 20 or 30 years ago or 40 years ago, you just found everything in a magazine or in a store and that's where everyone was going. And now we have people like you who are setting setting trends or, and exposing people to them, um, mm -hmm. find that you, things that you're finding. So it's just, yeah, it's right now we live in a great time to kind of be able to be yourself and to pick things that are outside of the box. You know what I mean? That's, that's a, a great thing that I think, you know, a part of the mm -hmm. world we live in. So. Oh, absolutely. I've been like searching eBay for vintage art. I'm sure you guys have like mm -hmm. seen this. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And so many people are just like, tell me the keywords, tell me what you're looking for. And my response is like, this isn't keywords. Mm -hmm. This is page 46 <laughs> of vintage oil. Yeah, like totally. there uh -huh. is no, this isn't like 
I'm just like looking at one person's store and it has like all these gems. Like you really have to like, especially I think if you're working on a budget, which I feel like I always am, you have to be prepared for like the elbow grease of the search Mm -hmm. because yeah, it's not, it's not a fast swipe up, which is, which is another really great reason I think to follow Courtney because you're doing the time for so many people put to, in that time to, to, expose, yeah. to expose them to beautiful things with great taste because you have great taste, right? Mm-hmm. And even if you don't have a monster budget, you're still going to create an extraordinary, really individualized room, you know, and even though you're buying one of a kinds, you're also saying, here's a lot of other one of a kinds that are available still, you know, because you can only have so it. many of them. I, could, I only you know? have so much wall space. Yeah, totally. Yeah, I feel like there's a lot of, there's a lot of tastemakers or um, what's influencers. Mm-hmm. There's mm-hmm. a lot of influencers out there that have kind of just, I felt like there's a lot of influencers who have like a very safe taste and very safe mm-hmm. palette. Mm-hmm. And then there were like these like higher end people that I always wanted to be like, that were like sitting front row yeah. at like a Chanel fashion show. Yeah. And I was like, well, I can't really be that, but I, but I'm going to try. I'm yeah. going to try to be the person who can like bridge these two worlds of like kind of like the play it safe, more Nordstrom customer mm-hmm. and then like an avant-garde shopper. Yeah, definitely. Well, and I think also I feel like you, we call it proving it in our yeah. work sometimes. And, and you show the proof of this is a, um, I'm going to say her name wrong. Like a Ula Johnson. What's her name? Johnson. Am I saying that right? I think Ula. It's Ula. I say Ula. Yeah. This is a Ula Johnson sweater, which are extraordinary, beautiful big puff sleeves, probably five hundred dollars. Oh, yeah, for a sweater, <laughs> and then she'll show you something that's like unto it from H and M, right? That is going to be twenty nine dollars, and you're like, yeah, you're right. That is the trend. That is the um, the structure of the sweater, and you're going to get the look. And you're going to save yourself $470. And you're going to feel when you finally, because I mean, it's all a gateway drug, let's be honest, right? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Fashion is a gateway drug. And when you buy that silhouette from Mm -hmm. H&M, I think you feel a lot better when you, you know, a few months later, a few weeks later, like, no, I really like this look on my body. Or like the shape, the style, silhouette, color, you know, X, Y, or Z. And I think that helps you. So I don't really see, sorry, just to segue, I don't really see like fast fashion competing no. With these other, I think they're kind of just feeding into each other I think so too. and help people be more conscious and wise about where they make their big purchases. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Totally. Yeah. They get out of that silhouette and know that it's for them. And yeah, then they're and like, the I'm going to ask for the Ula Johnson for my birthday, totally. for Valentine's <laughs> totally. Day, for whatever. Yeah. Cause you know <laughs> that it's your jam by then. Yeah. So cool. Well, I love that you do the time to compare the high with the low. And I think that's a good segue actually to talk about how to mix high, low in fashion as well as Sue and I can chime in on how to do it with interiors. Why don't you guys start? I want to hear what you guys have to say. (laughs) Well, I think that there's some things that you should always splurge on. Um, My mom actually, even as a kid, when we didn't have a ton of money and dad was in optometry school, we always had to have one pair of leather shoes. Like she would never let us shop at Payless ever, ever. Cause she's like, they're plastic. I'm like, I know mom, but that's what's, that's what's cool. Is like, everybody's wearing jelly shoes. So jealous. And she's just <laughs> like, I am not buying plastic shoes. You will have a pair of leather shoes. So I've always had the belief that you should invest in shoes or in this case, in the room, we would say the rug. Yep. We think an incredible rug is going to elevate everything in the whole room. In fact, we've like saved really bad Ikea sectionals. Yeah. 
with a lot of really extraordinary yeah. pillows. Incredible pillows and a um, rug that's a big enough to rug. like absorb it yeah. a little bit, you know? Mm-hmm. Just so. like a too big rug. Like most people I would say are always going to buy the rug that's too small because it's offered as a five by seven. And you're like, homie, you need an eight by, you need a, you need a 10 by 14. Just doubled your price. That's the problem. Like, exactly. I can get away. And then you, you know, you do the 11 by 16 or whatever. And uh-huh. it's, $3,000. And yeah. it's a game changer when yeah. you get it in that yeah. room. Yeah. But there, but there are things that like you don't have to spend as much money on occasional pieces. I mean, yeah. like the end tables, things that you're not going to be like sitting on or like having as much like interaction with. Cause I still think the rugs, you're barefoot on them. Mm-hmm. You feel them, you know, like, and, and two, it also depends on the time of life you're in. You, you'll be willing to invest in certain things at certain points of your life. So when you're having twins and like lots of children, you're probably not going to buy your, you know, the really, really expensive outfits because you're in limbo. (laughs) Same thing with your interiors. You know, you might, you might just be in a phase where you're not going to do a hand knotted rug. You'll do a power loom drug, you know? And again, it's kind of the gateway, like you said, to understand. I I think though for me, I would rather buy a jute rug that's handmade and affordable than buy a power loom drug. You and I are the same. Do you know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, no, I get it. Because that's yeah. like polyester synthetics, yeah. right? Yeah. And it's just like, I don't know, I feel like it would make my hair static. Because we know too much. Just I know. <laughs> We've been to too many markets. But at least the jute yeah. rug has that handmade quality, yeah. that beautiful chunky texture, and at least it's like real. Yeah. It's believable. It's yeah. not like a rug pretending to be a rug. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Like a printed, yeah. screen printed Girl, I know. polyester that looks like a rug. Yep. You know? No, it's so true. Yeah. Invest in the shoes, invest in the rug. Yeah. <laughs> but on the end tables, and I think Courtney, you're doing a great job at this. Like just even with like your vintage art, art is so hard for people. So oh, you can find if you're layer. collecting great things along the way, it won't feel as big of a splurge because you're automatic you're automatically you're curating all these things, this collection of yours that will last, that you will keep. I'm sure there's a lot of these pieces that you'll have forever, yeah. you know, and your kids will be like, Oh, I remember that Matisse that, you know, mom had up in, you know, the hallway and I want it, put my name on the back of that mom. Mm-hmm. So I think those are long lasting pieces, but it doesn't have to be expensive, but it looks expensive. And I think more than anything, all the advice that we give, all the advice that you're giving just in fashion is that we're just trying to guide you on what to look for, what scale to look for, what, you know, what things feel the most lovely and will give you the most back, you know, in your home or on your body. Mm-hmm. So, and again, it doesn't always have to be expensive. If you don't have a great deal, a huge budget, then you're going to be more creative. So just get on there and do some elbow grease. Absolutely. I think yeah. that when you can get scrappy, when you really when have you to get like scrappy, get into it, you get a really good, a really like personal mm-hmm. product. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, I always, when I consider what's worth like splurging and saving mm-hmm. on, I always like to consider where I feel the happiest and also like where I feel the least satisfied. Like we've all purchased like the new gym clothes, you know, mm-hmm. like, you know, you need the gym clothes refresh because you want to go to the gym and you want to like make different choices. And, mm-hmm. you know, I think putting your money in a place that can also like help round out your life. Like I think everybody deserves a gorgeous laundry room. Mm-hmm. You could, you should take the part of your life that like feels like it could potentially be like the least satisfying and put some money in there to kind of, you know, round, mm-hmm. round things out mm-hmm. and bring everything up. Yeah. I love that. So I just, I just like to, like most of the time, I think you just try not to look at price when you're shopping. 
obviously mm-hmm. you have to consider it before you check out, but I think don't sort things based on price. Just kind of mm-hmm. look for what appeals to you. Mm-hmm. And if you see a style that appeals to you, that's too expensive. Try to find that style cheaper. Mm-hmm. Yeah, totally. I think, um, in costs, a really great cost savings trick. We maybe have said it before and I kind of hold this one close to the vest cause I'm like, I don't really want everybody to know how I do home goods. Cause I have a very special, um, special set of skills <laughs> <laughs> when it comes to home goods. Uh-huh. But I will tell you, um, books, I feel like in the styling, the, if you can get big, beautiful coffee table books on topics that you love, like, you know, travel, maybe it's food, um, like restaurants, maybe it's, um, great, beautiful hotel properties, fashion always. Um, yeah. Artists. Yeah. Fashion designers. Um, if you can find beautiful big books, then get as many of those in your cart as you can. And then I always hit the crystal aisle and most of it, 99.7% of it is going to be dogs, but I promise you, if you get down on There's almost a for those crystals, listen on almost on almost all fours, yeah, you will. Or if you find if you see anything within a box, you gotta open, open the box. box, yeah. And I promise you, you will walk away with a crystal bowl, a crystal orb, um, some sort of beautiful object that that the light can bounce and shine off of. And you are going to look very, very successful. You look well-funded, yeah, as we say. <laughs> yeah, totally. So I think that there's definitely ways um, to be able to get a really beautiful finished layer at the end. If you're just constantly, if you're going to Home Goods for mm-hmm. this or that, just constantly hit those aisles and be yeah. looking for something beautiful. Or don't. Crystal, yeah, or <laughs> don't. Kidding. Or marble. I'm just kidding. Crystal, marble, yeah. gorgeous coffee table books. Yeah. Um, it's the tennis bracelet. Yeah. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's that sparkle at the end. Yeah. Well, and you just need texture. I think mm-hmm. you guys are yeah. so good at that, but like adding back in a new material, mm-hmm. a new texture mm-hmm. always, I think, takes things. Yeah. Yeah. I think I'm glad. And scale. Yeah. Don't you think? Scale. Get, get the biggest one you can find. Get the biggest yeah. Yeah. Almost with everything. Right? I know. Yeah, for 100%. sure. Start with the biggest rug that mm-hmm. your room can possibly hold. You're going to look loaded. You know, that's yep. <laughs> the best <laughs> trick that you can tell somebody. It doesn't matter what you pay for it. Just get it in a big size. And that generous scale is going to make the room look bigger. You're going to look more successful. Yeah. Um, your All your furniture will fit on it instead of just the front legs. And it's going to look really chic. Do you guys think we're moving back towards like a more maximalist Life. Oh yeah, hundred yeah. percent. So, so I'm so glad. Yeah. Oh my Me gosh, too. I know yeah. who was. I read it in the, a magazine the other day. I think it was like Catherine Ireland. That's just like real decorating is back, everyone. <laughs> you know, just just like patterns on patterns and really getting clever and creative. And I, mm-hmm. yeah, that's that's what I went to school for. Like, and I'm so jazzed it's back because it's super expressive. And not everyone's obviously going to be the same because you really have to have an opinion on what to layer, how to layer it. You know, what, it, what is your travel look kind of thing? Yeah. So, yeah, I think we heard, um, we, so we didn't go to market this whole last year because of COVID, so but, um, I think it was fall 2019 and we were talking to, um, oh, one of the, the gentlemen, his name's Frank. He's at Oli. Mm-hmm. He's like, you know, over sales for America. <laughs> and he's this handsome German man. That's probably, you know, mid sixties and, I was like, I think I'm going to buy, I think I'm going to buy a property here in North Carolina. It sits on a hill. It's a white house. I'm going to, I'm going to, it's going to be maximalist. And I was like, oh, <laughs> please 
please keep talking. I want to hear all of your plans, all your ideas. And it was, I feel like that was the first time I had heard anybody use the word maximalist or maximalism. A years ago, yeah. And it was just like, more is more and less is a bore. I just, and of course he has extraordinary taste and he's traveled the whole world, that whole global Uh feeling. And you were just like, oh, can you invite me over when it's done? I just want to experience it. It's so fun to look at and be in and you want them to tell you stories. And it's definitely not for everyone, but it is definitely back. And um, I just, I feel so fascinated by it. So thrilled. And I think the most fascinating people have really found like- they look fascinating, not on just themselves, but in their spaces. Yeah. Think of Iris Apple, you know? Oh, yeah. Right, yeah. Which yeah. I think yeah. that's so wild. It's so worth splurging on anything with a story. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I always, I, you never regret the pieces you buy on a trip. Yeah. You know, there's just something about a memory, a, a perfume your husband gives you or your mm-hmm. boyfriend or your significant other, like shoes you bought with your friends when you went to New York. Like there's just something about splurging on a story for me that never gets old. Like mm-hmm. art that. find in a cool place. Mm-hmm. So I just Books think, when books, you go travel. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we can all order things on Amazon now, but I think the pieces you never want to get rid of mm-hmm. are the ones that have a story. One hundred, yeah. Amen. Love that. Yeah, that's great. That is a really great preach tip. court. Yeah. Preach. So good. Um, okay, so comparing fashion to interiors, where to start when putting a room together? Where do you start on an outfit? I think it just, I'm such an emotional person that it's all mood based for me. Mm-hmm. It starts from just like, I really want to wear that sweater today. Or like, I, I think I'm going to wear jeans. I just kind of go with, with my mood. Mm-hmm. It's funny because, you know, like you end up dressing your kids yeah. the same yeah. way because you, you just kind of, you yeah. just like find that, that mood. Mm-hmm. So I don't really have a great, I wish I had a better trick because some days I just feel completely stuck also. But I think that just, I'm not really a casual person. I don't really love like a sweat outfit. It's not really my vibe, Mm -hmm. but I also really like being comfortable. So I kind of just look for like the most comfortable, fancy outfit Mm -hmm. I can possibly (laughs) stomach. What is a, what's, um, for the people, how, how would you describe a most comfortable, fancy outfit? Well, my sisters love to joke that like, I'll, I'll put on jeans at 7am. Like I'm just not interested in I, I hate being in my workout clothes all day. Like those are kind of my pet peeves or just pajamas or workout clothes all day. Like nothing is worse to me than like 7 p.m. <laughs> just like in workout clothes. Like it's yeah. just, to me, it just like kind of makes me like a little blue. So, okay. What was your question? I've completely. Um, what is, what's your idea of a cute, fancy outfit? Comfortable, fancy outfit is what you described. I think you just go for, in the wintertime, I feel like what's better than a great coat. You mm-hmm. just find that coat and you can just put pair of jeans and a white t-shirt underneath that and you just wear the coat yeah mm-hmm. in the summer I think there's nothing better than a dress yeah I think a dress is worth splurging on because it's a whole outfit amen I think people don't realize like oh my gosh that dress is so the easiest expensive. move mm-hmm. the easiest <laughs> so thing easy. you can do it's typically more comfortable yeah. mm-hmm. and you've just got you get so much on. credit for it too. People are like, why are you all dressed up? And you're Absolutely. like, you're so fancy. I put one thing on. <laughs> yeah, you get all the credit. And it doesn't even have a waistband. Yeah, yeah it's totally. fantastic. They think you're so fancy. Also, if you like wear your hair up while you do it in a ponytail, even they'll be like, oh. sometimes then, a ponytail is the best thing for it. And then like a great earring and you get all yeah. the credit. And you're like, I've never worked less for an outfit than this moment. And I'm getting so Did much credit. Did you use hairspray? 
<laughs> can't yeah. get you dead. Yeah. yeah. It's amazing. Yeah. yeah. So I just think a comfy, like it's just. So you're going to go based on mood. You're not going to, go you're not going to say to the people every time I start with my top and then no. from there I work down. No, there's no rule. It's just like I mean, the feeling you're Sometimes in. you wake up and you feel just blah. And so you want loose. I think I go for what feels comfortable today. And not every day you feel like you can put on the scratchy sweater, mm-hmm. the tight jeans. Like, yeah. so just kind of go for what yeah. would be easy to put on right now. Yeah. And that's amazing that you know that at 7 a.m. That's so cool. That's like crystal ball stuff. <laughs> I just don't like, I just don't like, uh, I feel like when I got to have a button, maybe it was like my twin mm-hmm. pregnancy that was like so traumatic for me. And then like every time I put on a button, I'm like, this is amazing. <laughs> it's fantastic. It's a high. <laughs> it really is. I love that. Sue, so where do we start when we're putting together a room? Usually the rug, unless there's something like, unless there is a piece of art or something from the client, 99% of the time, it's the rug. Mm-hmm. We always just say it's the biggest piece of art, but it's also the feeling, you know, just like how, how you feel when you want to put together an outfit. Mm-hmm. It's the same thing. Like how we ask clients, how do you want this room to feel? Is it relaxed? Mm-hmm. Is it, is this the fancy room? Are you having cocktails? Are you like, what, what's happening in the room and what's the feeling you want it to have in the rug? can change so many things. We just did a master bedroom. We presented one last week and this gal, she's, she loves contrast. She loves like just like a simple classic pattern, but she has some funk to her. And so all the pieces are the exact same. The bed's the exact same. The nightstand options can go either way, but we gave her two different rug options that completely changed the mood. One was like, had a little bit of like Citron with black and whites and was like really textural, kind of like a Chanel suit of a thing in like in a large pattern. And one of them was just kind of like, it looked like a Python, you know, an abstract Python that was black and white. So So one's super sophisticated. One has more eldercore funk. Which one do you want to be in your bedroom? What did she pick? We don't know yet. Well, I actually think she picked the Python just because she wanted it to be a little bit more restful. But, and so we'll probably take something like, you know, the funkier Citron. Mm, into power. like maybe maybe to the, I know ride. into like the living room or yeah. something where she wants cocktails and a little bit more attitude. Mm-hmm. So it really just the feeling if you well, and we are all mm-hmm. living in Utah. Yeah. yeah, the weather is a huge oh part. <laughs> yeah, of at least fashion. What you're you know what you're going to dictates. I, <laughs> I don't love the winter, but I I think it's really fun. Layers are mm-hmm. fun in terms of like a personal aesthetic. To yeah. Have yeah. Four seasons. Those sure. of you that are listening and don't know a great deal about Utah, we have four really dominant seasons. That definitely put you in a mood. Yeah. As far as getting, mm-hmm. getting your clothes together. And yeah, we experience a lot of cold, a lot of cold months. I mean, even spring isn't super warm yet that we act like it is. Unpredictable too. Yeah, so. for sure. It's really bipolar through spring. Yeah. But, um, so that definitely affects your mood. You're just like, I cannot warm up today. You yeah. know, it's going to be a coat, you know, or a great sweater or something. Mm-hmm. That's great. Um, okay. So what is one thing you could never live without? I have, I have three, my top three right now. Right. I really, yeah. really, really love my LED mask. I don't know if you guys have yes. seen them. Can you pre- I've been talking that? about it on a thread. We're just like, has anyone tried that? Who's going to try it first? <laughs> my <laughs> husband <laughs> jokes that I really. Courtney tried it first. I know it's true. She's your best girlfriend. I'll try it. No. Okay. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's amazing. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like my husband always jokes that I misuse the word investment. Because no. like, I don't think you're using that word correctly. No. That's funny. So I, but I really do feel like the LED mask you're is just like, look at me, Wyatt. look at me. <laughs> An investment. He, like he, I, I probably misuse it and overuse it. So I feel like the LED mask is so fantastic because it requires no other product. You can pack it in your suitcase. It mm-hmm. like, 
it just really takes away redness. It kind of plumps your skin. It's kind of just like your best sheet mask, but it's like ready to go in an instant. And so that's, mm-hmm. if you were going to invest in one, that's how I would try. <laughs> that's what I think is the main selling point mm-hmm. is that it just kind of, yeah. it's a, it's like an instant skin bump and boost. And it really helps. I have like chronic dark circles. I have the worst dark circles and led light is actually one of the few things that's really helped my dark circles. Yeah. So I love that obviously. Yeah. And then I love my living libations. Have you guys tried the best skin ever cleansing oil? I'm going to need you guys to both try it. It's so good. It's in a yellow. I got it. It's so good. Yes. I just barely got it. I've been using it for maybe like a week, but it just smells so good. It smells good. There's just something about it. And Mm -hmm. I, it, I feel like it's really helped. I mean, you have such beautiful skin, but I feel like my skin gets so red sometimes that it's really helped with like the redness around my nose. Mm. Um, so that would be my second one. And then do you guys have the Mason Pearson hair brush? No, but I, also, Mason, I also don't have any hair. You guys both you have beautiful do. hair, but yeah. I love, I just, it's just a fantastic, I like the nylon, mm-hmm. the mixed bristle nylon Mason Pearson hair brush would be like my desert island those three things those, okay. those three things nobody's even gonna yeah. see her on a desert island but she's gonna go i'm going to go there with her. yeah <laughs> she's gonna go there there might be zoom you know, there know. Be some facetime from the desert yeah. island. i love it all beauty products too that's so good yeah great advice yes what about you oh that's gosh fun question. i wasn't ready are you ready are no. you ready to answer that question what's Not your favorite question? makeup skincare mm. i want to hear your beauty mm. trick mm. your beauty tip I'm, I've historically been like all things Shiseido. Oh, Shiseido is great. Yeah. Stuff. Yeah. I love their stuff. Um, and what else? CE Frulic or Floritin from SkinCeuticals. I feel like right. it makes me feel more glowy. I'm loving Lalabo perfume and Which one? Byredo. Santal 33. I have Santal and then Byredo. Santal I get the most compliments on but I feel like everybody has it. So I don't feel as individual. And I moved over to Tom Ford black orchid for a long time. And people would always hug me and go, what are you wearing? And I'm like, it's so funny. It smells so different going on, but the way it wears, I smell really great halfway through the day. But my newest one is Byredo um, velvet haze. I've never, sm- I love Byredo. Yeah, and I've never so smelled good. that. Yeah, she influenced me. Yeah. Do you have so other I love I love smelling really good and I love my house to smell yes. really good. What's your so, favorite what are your favorite candles? Um I would say my favorite diffuser of all time ever that I'm just like this is my I feel like Armara. Yeah. Um <laughs> the, which one? No, Armara. Um yeah, no, it is Armara from we air freighted in from, from Paris because we can't, no, 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 no. we can't right. get it from anywhere else. No, it's, it's an Italian scent and it's a square bottle and Slack. it's always sold out. Yeah. It's called Aramara and it's by Colty. Yeah. Colty. C-U-L-T-I. It's and, super handsome. Oh my gosh. It's, and I don't, but I'm not really girly. I don't like a flowery scent. I like a more just sophisticated, like boutique hotel. Mm-hmm. Where am I? I feel like I'm yeah. high kind of Have a you feeling. You smelled Valde Freak. By 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 Rado. Uh-uh. I feel like that's a good okay. I'll write or it Blanche. Down. It's like smells like an expensive hotel. Okay, I will love it then. Yeah, diffusers are great. I feel like in an entryway because then you know air wafts in and people think the house smells so good and you don't have to remember to light that yeah, candle. That's true. But I feel like candles in the spaces that I'm living it's in, romantic, like mm-hmm. watching TV or working at my desk. I love the flicker. It's like I have a fireplace on my desk oh, or something. Like you're at your most fancy. You're like everything's yeah. okay. I'm the 
light it now and I'm just going to sit and watch it. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to go to my, my Zoom meeting that I'm sad about for it's a like second. It's like or something. It is. It What's is the so scent? Good. Okay, I remember. It's the Baccarat Rouge. 540. Oh, I am okay. obsessed. It's a huge splurge. Okay. It's kind of crazy. It is to die for. Baccarat Rouge. Baccarat Rouge. Rouge. By 40. And I like the extrait version. Um, nice. Yeah. I just feel like I had COVID. I said this a few weeks ago and I cannot smell or taste as well. Oh, and it's truly kind of devastating because I'm a perfume junkie. Yeah. Like I love every fragrance yeah. and I'm like, Please, <laughs> I know, especially around Christmas time. Out. What? Yeah, it, and like the so taste and smell injury. is so intense, and like I'm glad it's, it's come back as much as it has. Yeah. Oh, I've gosh. heard, yeah, I was reading that like a decreased like sense of taste and smells like really highly correlated with depression. Oh. I believe it. So I'm like, oh, please let this come back. I'm like smelling coffee, oranges. They say you're supposed to like kind of train oh, your nose. Yeah. To like so fascinating. Pick up on scents oh, again. So don't get don't get COVID. Back. It's not worth no. the risk. Okay. Oh, I'll say noted. Okay, so one question noted, we love noted. to ask people. This is a question that oh, who asked uh, Martin Lawrence Bullard? It was one of the articles we read. It was like El Decor or uh, the New York Times. L.A. Times. L.A. Yeah. Times asked Martin Lawrence Bullard. You know who he is. He does yes. the Kardashians homes. Um, how do you define luxury? Okay, I <laughs> I've been thinking about this, and for me. What comes to mind is a person who can be luxurious with their time. Like that is the definition of like when you go to someone's home and they know how to be like calm and mm-hmm. settled and present. I, the, I such like an that. odd example of this came to mind. I don't know if you guys follow any of like the master classes. Have you watched any? Yeah. Mm-hmm. You watched the Alice Waters master class. No, I haven't it's watched hers yet. I'll watch spectacular. it. Like she's just an idol of, of that's mine. A good one. It's so good, but she is so her. luxurious in the way she moves through mm. her life. And it's not about every, it's not about having a thousand square foot white kitchen. Yeah. You know, it's about mm-hmm. having the right tool mm-hmm. for the job. Mm-hmm. Like having something that is just perfectly suited for what you're doing I mean, she has these beautiful, like, I think it's a Subiashi bowl. I'm completely said that wrong, I'm sure. Where it's like a perfect bowl for like grating garlic to make a vinaigrette. Mm. And it's like the most perfect bowl with a wooden pestle that she uses for that. And that's what came to mind for me of just like what I want my brand of luxury to be is just, it's not necessarily like concise, but it's just well thought out. Mm-hmm. Every step, yeah. everything has been really well planned mm-hmm. and like articulated in a way that doesn't feel rushed. I, that's yeah. clearly what I'm missing in my life. I feel like a chicken yeah. with my head cut off all day long. And so yeah. I'm really just like Crave it. craving yeah. a slower, more meaningful, mm-hmm. luxurious mm-hmm. day. Yeah, I hear you. I feel like um, for me, lately I've been saying to a few friends where I'm like, I feel like luxury is like having the time to think your own thoughts because we're all cry. so, because we're always, <laughs> I, I feel like it's we're hard. always loading up and thinking for yeah. others. And we're like, you really like put them on you and you're thinking the way they think so that you can interpret them. And we're always pushing people through our filter yeah. to try and yeah. express them in their homes or know how to communicate. Like we know they'll love it, but we need to explain it to totally. a way that they'll understand. I feel that pressure too of like, how do I, it's new. Yeah. yeah. And so you're just like constantly trying to load up on all of these thoughts. And so you're just like, all I want to do is just sit 
get in a room and think my own thoughts. I want to think about whatever totally. I want to instead of thinking about pleasing others or how to explain something to someone or you just don't ever have the power just to sit and think about whatever you want to think about. But I like the idea. I love what you're saying about the tool. So I feel like your mom has a, the right tool for every task that she would ever a collector. want to do. And she doesn't want this pan. She wants that pan because it does the thing that she wants it to do when she's making donuts or she's got this special thing that she's had for 50 years. And anyway, she's got all the right tools in all the right places. She does. And they yeah. are like little luxuries for her. And she yeah. just collects them because it'll make that job that she wants. She wants and kind of has to do because she has kids and stuff. But it makes doing that thing so much more lovely mm -hmm. than just having to do it with a crappy spatula. Totally. You know, or just something that's going to stick. And so she she figures out a way to change it to make it more lovely. To make it more like, a, yeah, exactly. of, of a luxurious process. Yeah, exactly. I mean, we all have kids. We all work. I just, yeah. life is so insanely busy. It's hard. It's so hard. <laughs> yeah. Like, you know, you so enjoy hard. your job and then you feel bad about enjoying your job. Yeah. You know, know, you with your kids and you think you should be working. And I think it's... And then add on top of that, we have these little mini computers we carry with us mm -hmm. where we can be anywhere in the world mm -hmm. at any time, looking at anyone's interesting life. And I think it's getting harder and harder for me to just be still and to just yeah. like sit. And so I really hear what you're saying. I'm just like, my own thoughts. Like, yeah. where are those? I totally. Oh, and the, the luxury of t like just yeah. the time of giving your time to just Men like. better at that. I don't know. I don't know. They know how to turn things off. Yeah. I think women I, in general know. And you correct us if we're, we're wrong. Please stereotypes speak up, Corey. Stereotypes for sure. That's stereotypes. I mean, I feel like I'm always thinking about something. That's. You're the anomaly. I, <laughs> I'm just kidding. I feel like I, that's why I get stuff done. That's what I can pat myself on the back about is I just, I'm really good at getting things done no matter what it is with it's in my wheelhouse or not. I figure out a way. Mm -hmm. It's because I never stop thinking about stuff. Like in the middle of the night, if I, if I like turn over and I have a, like a moment to think a second to think of something, mm -hmm. my mind's already thinking about yeah. it. So you're one of us. Yeah. I yeah. I guess that's Welcome to so the fold. I know. Right. Uh -huh. So yeah, that's why, I mean, I, that's why I chimed mm -hmm. up. Cause I'm like, ah, I'm not that way. I wish I could just turn it off and not, but at the same time, it's a, it's a blessing. So I'm yeah. cool with it. Amen. Yeah. Yeah, totally. Okay, one last question, and then we'll let Courtney get back to her twins and her very busy life, <laughs> give you some free time, hopefully. Um, where do you get inspired? I think people that are most inspiring to me have a really just like a strong aesthetic, and they're not really interested in like pleasing everybody. Mm -hmm. And I think you can go to those people and just take what you want. You yeah. don't have to adopt anybody's full yeah. luck, and you shouldn't no, adopt totally. anyone's full luck. I think it's just fun for me to see polarizing things. I really love a lot of like Danish influencers and this like Copenhagen style. And mm -hmm. there's some really cool people I follow who live in Spain and just kind of, I want to see something that looks different. Yeah. I know a lot of people want to see something that looks the same to what they're doing. But like, for me, I am just like, mm -hmm. get me on a beach in Barbados with, you know, mm -hmm. someone who's, Fabulous. Yeah. Fabulous. Yeah. <laughs> Fabulous and bright. And way richer than that. <laughs> yeah. That's what I would like to go see on so Instagram. True. I like that. People who can do it. It yeah. really is so inspiring. It like transports you to that place and you just, yeah, you can, you feel like you can live and do anything at yeah. that point. Right. Oh, yeah. and I think it, I mean, it's all about like, it's situational. Like occasionally you can see that and you're like changing a diaper and you're just like, my life is, my life is not that exciting. But I think that like, it's, I would still rather see it and feel like my life isn't that exciting than just 
exist in the yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Exist yeah. In that. yeah. I think that question of luxury, I think too, it's just the ability to discover, which I think ties into what you guys were talking about. But I think we all have things that we go to, you know, where we are inspired and it's just like, it allows our, our brains to like see something new. And that is so inspiring. Right. That's when like the open definition up, of inspired. Yeah. yeah. When you open up, like, I don't know, for me, it's just like when I start to open up my design books, mm-hmm. you know, and it's not and Pinterest too, but you're going through Pinterest so often then some text comes through and there's so many distractions on your phone, you know, kind of, you know, pulling you in different directions. But when you can like sit and you can look through a book or a magazine or, you know, just dive into a topic and focus on it, that's inspiring. I think that's luxury Mm -hmm. and it takes you somewhere. And I think by way of doing that, it makes you do inspiring things. I get an itch. I know you do too, Jess. You probably too, when you're inspired, you're just like you're in a mood is what we call it. And yeah, I think just the ability to discover. Yeah. I love that. Well, and staying humble too, not thinking that you know everything or you've seen everything, but being blown away by like, I think the talent of other people and being like, wow, how did they solve for that? You know, like that's the deep end of design. What they did was extraordinary and incredibly difficult or the simplicity of the, you know, the Dutch or the Norwegian or some of those type of countries, the simplicity of it all is what's so beautiful about it. I have a quick question really quick. Yeah. What part of interior design, how much talent do you think you just naturally have to be born with? How much can someone learn? I think, um, uh, this is going to, this is like such a controversial thing. I didn't go to school for it. I went to school for advertising design. And so still in the, in the mm-hmm. design wing mm-hmm. of, um, Utah state where we all went. But, um, I think that it's something that is born and it's something that you absorb because you love it and you're interested in it. Your eye is always finding details and staring at them and trying to understand them and, some people just really have, it's like fashion, right? Yeah. Like you're not taught. Fa- I mean, some people go to, you know, fit or whatever else and they actually want to be fashion designers, but I don't think that you can really teach great taste. Like some people might have etiquette school and they learn great manners and they know how to talk and they know how to use all the forks, the knives and the spoons. Yeah. And there's that kind of thing. But I do think that great taste is something that you have to be self-taught, really interested in, and you're constantly curating it. And, and you're refining. Gonna, you're going to be curious about it your whole life. And so I think it's an interesting thing to hire an interior designer because you think that you're you're um, hiring somebody with a certain taste level that you um, respond well to. But then for us, we always want to do something different than the way we've done it before. We never want somebody to walk in a room and go, I know who your designer is. Totally. That's Jen Showers or that's, you know, so-and-so. We wanted to be like, whoa, like who did this? You have incredible taste. Maybe it's you. Maybe it's, you know, you really want that to be, you know, specific to like, you know, Susan Peterson, we just talked about her today. Tiger Oak was very specific to who we believe Susan Peterson to be. Um, So I think taste is something that you have to continue to refine and you're not taught taste in school you're taught the technicality of design, right? And you're taught a lot of different methods. Mm -hmm. But I think that you just innately have to be constantly searching for um, 
like the beauty that it is, but also then we have to learn how to back into it and technically be able to create that thing. Otherwise we're that annoying designer that's like, I don't know, just build it. You know, I don't know how it's done, but somebody else did it. So you can do it. We're really like constantly trying to figure out a way to fit these things together to make it, you know, really, really work. Well, and you guys are so talented. Oh, thank you. Thanks, girl. I don't know. What do you think, Sue? I mean, you obviously went to school for interiors. Do you feel like taste? What was the question? Just how much of it can you, because I think people, I feel intimidated by interiors a lot of the time. And so I, you know, I think you have less opportunities to practice interiors on a daily basis yeah. than you do fashion yeah. or clothing. So I'm curious about how much of that taste you can develop, like, yeah. or not the taste, but how much of these skills you can develop. Mm-hmm. I think it's just being curious. I think the person that's curious in their fashion is also going to be curious in interiors. I mean, you look at even our magazine articles and Arc Digest and El Decor of like fashion designers where, you know, they did their own home or like a fashion designer did their own home. That's the best. And those are always the most interesting because, you know, they didn't, they weren't, I don't know, following a set of rules that I think a lot of people dictate themselves to when they go to school. Mm -hmm. And so it's knowing how to break those rules and how to just like interpret individuals, interpret you you know, as who you are and just being kind of wacky about it, you know? Totally. Okay. Yeah. I have a couple of rules that I want to know if they're okay to break. Yeah. Yeah. How high you hang your art. Oh, this is perfect. So, um, actually Sue went to DC to install a client's home and we, we hired a professional art hanger and there is an exact height that he goes by this gentleman that does this for a living and is 60 inches from the ground up. Okay. However, to the middle, the middle, to the middle to the not 57. Because I was seeing on Google, it was 57. I'm 57. But, you, but we're I different like, right. I know, but most How people, you, if you go into the majority of homes, like your neighbors, everything's mounted too high. Too because high. Because usually the taller person in the relationship yeah, is hanging it. Uh-huh. And they're doing it at their I, eye level. And everything's just like, why? I can't even see your, how many kids do you have? It's too high. I don't even know. Uh-huh. Um, but, but honestly, and... So we, I t- kept having him. He hung a couple pieces at 60 high because I wanted to see what yeah. that was. And I was just like lower. So he took it to 59, 58. Nope. 57 is my like nice height for eye level. But it, I mean, it How depends tall are on, you? I'm five, four and a half. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm sure. But I think like even Jess, I do. You, are you a 57 you would be, too? You'd probably be around 57 too. Yeah, I don't know. I that's a really good question. I eyeball everything, but I'm five, eight and my husband's six, two. So I think that we would naturally are because our eyes are higher up than her eyes are. So yeah. he says the magic number 60, but I think people should play around with it. I do think that we do like things just a little bit lower. It also depends on where the subject matter is in the art. What right? if you're hanging multiple things? Yeah. Then oh, it's then all just, I'll all go base, the we'll go baseboard to crown, but yeah. we'll, or we'll like kind of put it in an order where it's understandable. Mm-hmm. We're like, again, like it breaks rules and you're just like, Ooh, what's that? massive like you know that teeny little thing there's ways to break rules if it like compositionally makes it more dynamic and interesting and artistic I think that's I think totally compositionally, okay like you would lay it out on the floor in front of it and you kind of solve for the arrangement mm-hmm. and then you take the overall height you know and then use the overall height to determine so smart yeah, yeah kind of how it goes that's how we do it on the showroom floor but like back to your question as far as like is it taught or is it born, you know, kind of a thing? Like even Aaron that does our yeah. showroom and styling, like that's just raw talent. You know, I don't even know if he Midas went to touch, college. Right? Yeah, it's just Some like, people have it. 
It's confidence. And I yes, what you're saying totally. too in fashion, like yeah. you Passion. love a confident person. And it's just like, I don't care what other people think. You're like, I want to follow you totally. because I want that. I want to cultivate that for myself. And I think the best interiors are confident. Yeah. And oh, I love unapologetic. Like, else. I think yeah. you do. Like I was thinking about this and like how the two like fashion and interiors really, I think it's, you take what you're good at. Mm-hmm. You're good at color. Yeah. Are you good at scale? Are you good at pattern? Are you good mm-hmm. at texture? Like take what you're good at in your interiors and apply it to your fashion. Mm-hmm. Take what you're good at in your dressing yourself and apply it to your house. Amen. Like take those Amen. strengths and just yeah. kind of, I, yeah. like, I feel like I'm trying to work on things for myself, my house. I'm like, if I can dress myself, I can try to apply this to my house. Like, Absolutely. And, I, and so that's been something I think I've yeah. I've been trying. Yeah. It's the same. And I think we, I mean, we always just say buy what you love, you know, and if you buy what you love in fashion, you know, if your eye automatically like goes to that. I went shopping yesterday. It was anyway at the mall. Haven't done that like for a year. I don't know. And I was so uninspired. I didn't see like, uh, like hardly anything like that got me excited, but I was so happy to know that I wasn't just going to buy something to buy it. You know, like, you know, you might go home empty handed, but at least like you figure out what you love and you're like, you're not going to spend money on something that you don't, totally. you know? So as far as like, just like the training, obviously, like Jess said, there's technicalities you can learn in school, but I think, yeah, I think some of the most talented people are those that are just, they have it. Like if they have it, they'll figure out a way to Both get it you done. Guys have that. You know, but they figure out a way, they find a way method, you know, they figure out how to train themselves, how to teach themselves, how to surround themselves with other people, technicians to get the job done and to make sure that their mark is like stamped, you know? How often do you guys mm-hmm. not see eye to eye? Oh, like, yeah, hardly ever. It's so funny. Yeah. Like we use the word agreed. You know, she'll be saying something. I'll be like, agreed. <laughs> yeah, like I have nothing more to add or subtract. Yeah. Or if I say it, she'll be like, yeah, agreed. Because we're we're running a team, you know, uh-huh. of designers. And so we we honestly just divide and conquer at this point. There's no reason for both of us to be on the same project. Which because, is a bummer because it would be so much fun. Because you guys have each other's like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, totally. Vision. But at the same time yeah. that if I'm working on my own home, I can be like, I'm having an identity crisis. Who am I? She's like, duh, the one on the right. And I'm like, like, okay, thank you for knowing Agreed. that. Because I could see it going one of two or three ways mm-hmm. and being really happy You can with overthink it. it when it's your own. And she's like, you know you hate that other thing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I think it's a luxury to be able to work or yeah. ask people when you're doing your own interior, like, who am I? Mm-hmm. Because you really are most of the time experiencing an identity crisis when you're looking at something as permanent as putting in tile or yeah. Yeah, you can't send that back. Wall. There's no return no. label that comes no, on that. those no. things are permanent. Yeah, so Tile. it is no. good to like lean on people that know you well and that you've right got a person. couple of great options. Yeah. Yeah, lean on someone that you trust. Don't lean on your necessarily like just your you're neighbor gonna, you're gonna or your mother, it, you know, like you're gonna play ask it Courtney. too straight. <laughs> like, I've seen it done. You're going to yeah. play it too straight and you're going to be mad at yourself that you didn't take a risk. And so that's why you're like, I think I want to do this thing. I've got a niche. I don't dare what do you think? And they're going to be like, of course. And you're like, oh yeah, of course. Okay. I'm good now. (laughs) You know, like I'm cured. So yeah, yeah, I think definitely design with um, people that you love and get you. Anyway, Mm -hmm. thank you so much for your time today. So I had such a great time. So So great. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks for coming. Yeah. And everybody check out Courtney with a C grow on Instagram. You're going to love her style and her fashion. And you know what else is fun about Courtney? She's really funny. Super and funny. doesn't take herself too seriously. <laughs> I try to keep She's the jokes super in there witty. people. I'm annoying. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody finds you annoying. Um, no. Anyway, you guys, I hope this helps today. And um, express yourself and be confident. We will catch you next time.
Thanks for listening. If you like our show, please leave a five-star rating. 